the college experience Stanford Cardinal 2020 college football edition on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. Right now you're listening to our 2020 college football preview series where we break down every single division one college football team. When betting on college football, make sure you go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus Ace is offering up to 6 weeks free over at aceperhead.com/sgp. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, yes. Woo. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience Stanford Cardinal edition. My name is Colby Dan, AKA pick Dundee in the place to be. Some call me the database as well. I got a lot of nicknames. All right. But this next guy, he's got nicknames. All right. Hello. He's the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing Woo. a wheeling and dealing Woo. farmer. Former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag. Hey, give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, muddy right on schedule. My, my dog, Muddy Water, still getting in on the well, house. Let me tell you what, we've been doing this podcast for a couple years now, mm-hmm. right? I just picked up one. I don't know if you would call it alliteration, it kind of is. <laughs> with uh, what are you talking? Former defensive back, current douchebag. I see what you did there. Yeah. Two and a half years later, or two yeah. two years later, I picked it up. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm quick on yeah. the fucking pickup here. Well, look, douchebag is, you know, look, we're talking Stanford. It's a good time to mention you're a douchebag. Sure. All right. It's always a good time. You're to a David it. Shaw guy. Speaking. Pull of- up the over unders from last year because um, I got a feeling somebody went over and I went under. And I, I got a feeling I dominated this thing because look, David Shaw's done a good job. I'm not trying to hate on the guy. Do I think he was slightly overrated by America's projections? I do. You think, you think David Shaw was a, I don't think he deserves to be fired or anything. A proud Harbaugh 
like uh, he he got all the benefit of what Harbaugh brought to the definitely. Table. And I I thought I think like when you read, you would always read like the top twenty five coaches, and he'd be like at like the top five, and you're like, yeah. I don't Are we forgetting that. that Harbaugh completely built this program yeah, from the ground up? and recruited very well. He walked into Andrew Luck and all those other players and stuff. Well, that all that said, buddy, uh, Stanford during his first six years at the helm finished in the top twenty five times. I don't care. I'm not saying he's doing a horrible job. I'm I just would saying. Say uh, he took based over on his career record. He's done a freaking amazing. But job. I would say after those Harbaugh recruits. Talk to me on their fifth, his fifth year after Harbaugh's gone. I think they went ten and three in his fifth okay. year. Okay, in his sixth year, nine and five, and the seventh year, nine and four, and then finally four and eight last year, his eighth year. It's starting to wear off. Pretty damn good for a long time. I, I'm not saying he deserves to be fired. I ain't. Saying I'm just saying right. he ain't no top ten coach. All right. Well, I would agree with that. And I, but I, here's what I'll here's what I'll counter with. Uh, his recruiting rankings were bound to slip. We'll get to those in a little bit, but um, I think that he has coached a, above the level of the talent. I think he's an above average. I don't X's and O's coach. I think he's still a very good coach and you have to be, if you're the head man in charge, right. And you're in charge of the entire off season preparation and all this stuff. I don't care if you're really talented or not. We've seen really talented teams suck ass, you know, with the wrong coach. And we've seen bad teams be good with the, the right coach. And I think that David Shaw has proven that despite having not top 25 talent necessarily all the time, he's always gotten them in the top. 25. Are, are you ready for my, my retort? Yes. Yes. Is that Oregon was way down with Helfrich years. They, they struggled right after that. Sure. And even with uh, Willie Taggart, Washington prior to Peterson Peterson. I think since he got there was kind of the only team that was really messing with them. Right. Yeah. I do think you're right. He probably capitalized Cal was dog shit before, before the Wilcox Pac-12 North was down as yeah. his for the taking for a long time. Leach though had his number. I feel like, right. Yeah. And then, uh, Oregon state was complete dog shit and they, the, the conference came up and also from the South, it came up. Well, let me tell you what your, uh, your fading of David Shaw and the Stanford Cardinal uh, was rewarded last year as the over under was set at seven. You took the under both NC Nick and I took the over. I think I locked it up. It was four. So a full three games under the boom. Colby nailed that one. Did not lock it up. Don't give yourself that kind of big dick energy. I swear I was talking like I felt good about that, but maybe I didn't lock it up just in case because he'd done such a good job. He had, this was his first losing season and it took eight years to get there for a program that otherwise, I mean, but you see my real, my look, I'm not, he deserves accolades. He's a good coach. Yeah. I'm just saying that like the world had this hard on for him. And I, I, and I, in my opinion, I was like, dude, has he played good competition? Like the PAC 12 was really down a few years ago. Yeah. It's came up. It has. Despite people believing that like, Oh, there's this thing about the PAC 12. It's actually, I think like a really deep conference, if not the most deepest, if they were not playing nine conference games, then, I mean, you look at Oregon last year, right? If they didn't play Auburn, they're in the national championship, right? Or they're in the playoffs. I mean that, and you look at late season, you know, the wear and the tear of the season and the, uh, well, no, Arizona state was the, 
Yeah. If, was if you play eight games, side. if they play eight conference games, they say, don't play Arizona State. They they only lose one game. They make the playoffs. Yeah. Say they're playing Eastern Washington, who's yeah. a tough uh, FCS team, instead of Arizona State late in the season. Yeah. Then yeah, Oregon's they're in the playoffs. In the playoffs yeah. Right. And do they do better than? Uh, Oklahoma? Oklahoma, definitely, probably, dude. Yeah. I would argue a lot of teams would have done better than Oklahoma. Yeah, so Oklahoma got their push shit in, a shit pushed in. Sorry. Jesus, I've Jesus. been taking a couple of shots. Jesus, we got the Yankees and Nationals on. I don't give a Sports good. Sports are finally okay. back. Okay, now now you look at this team. Obviously, KJ Costello is at Mississippi State now, but he was injured most of last year and. uh Davis Mills. How do you feel about guys with the first name Davis? Well, uh, you know, you always got to right? be suspicious of dudes with two last names, <laughs> but I suppose that's better than two first names. Okay. okay. Um, Davis Mills. Look, it's, I actually you, am impressed by this kid. When you have two last names, it's like you're, you're, you're making a statement about your sophistication level, you know, but look, going back to 19, as which I, at Stanford makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> True. It's kind of the statement you're making in life by going to Stanford. Dude, going back to 2019, though, with the exception of really the Washington game, where I really feel like Washington uh, just laid an egg. Yeah. That's a great win for Stanford. The Northwestern game was really 10 to 7. They scored on the final play of the game, one of the worst beats of all time. Northwestern was atrocious last year. Yeah. All right. They went three games. Then you get to Oregon state who only won five. They won by three against Oregon state who I feel like was growing as the season went on and Jonathan Smith's second year. And then Arizona state, they or not Arizona state, Arizona, they beat by 10 in a four win team. Like they didn't beat with the exception of Washington, which like I said, that was an anomaly to me. They didn't play anyone good in, with victories like that with wins. It's true. But let me, let me, let me say this. Much. I mean, they got their ass kicked by a lot of people. They started out two and three um, out of the gates, obviously winning the winnable games. Uh, oh, one and three. Well, uh, but if you include the, the games that Costello was in, because he played five games last year. Okay. They were able to squeak by Northwestern. As you mentioned, that game was 10 to seven until the final play of the game. Yeah. And then but they would have won regardless. They would have won, yeah. but still not an impressive performance for Costello. And then at Oregon state, they squeaked out by three points in Corvallis. Other than that, they got uh, shellacked by USC. They got shellacked by UCF and they got handled by Oregon. Um, so things were going as expected for a mediocre team uh, in Stanford. Then after that, Costello gets hurt. Uh, they, they shock Washington. They do shock Washington and they manage that. They, they proceed to lose five of the next six, but they don't lose them by month. I mean, they got blown out by three of these teams. They, they squeaked. They, they, they took a tough L three points to Colorado, four point loss to uh, Cal. So Davis mills and other well, words, Cal's not a team that's ever going to blow you out. That's true. Play ball control, offense, yeah. ball control, defense. Um, look, I think the loss of Costello hurts after three years of, course, of starting, of course, but Davis mills, a former five-star you know, and he looked good to me. Uh, to me, the main thing that I noticed and why I faded them yeah. is they're no longer a physical team. I think you're right. They, 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 they're an aerial team. Now that's the part of them that I've like, had a hard time admitting. And and really what, what, ha, what Stanford's plight is, is the academic requirements. This is just your Duke, your Northwestern, like for them to finish five to, uh, or six top 25, including Harbaugh a single year in the top 25. 
six top 25 finish to six top 20 finishes in seven years is unbelievable for a team with that yeah. a- academic standard. Maybe some charity because of that. Yeah, probably some yeah. charity because yeah. of what they had accomplished, but they are coming back down to earth. Gravity is taking its toll and four and eight last year. Finally, is this what we should expect moving forward from Stanford or is David Shaw a better coach than this? And was this an aberration? I think he's a good coach. Once again, I don't even blame him for that. Last year doesn't mean you're a bad coach. Yeah. Go, great coaches have bad seasons. Sure. It happens. It happens. You're right. Um, I just do believe the trajectory. I, I think honestly, and, and it sounds bad because I'm saying like, I think he was very fortunate to walk into the situation he walked into. Right? Absolutely. Did he probably overachieve some in my, in my estimation from what I thought there'd be? Of, of course. Yeah. Uh, so it shouldn't be taken away from, I don't think he's a bad coach by any means. I but, think that that should be 100% to his credit. Yeah, exactly. But I do see a tide turning. Oh yeah. I mean, and I see this thing turning pretty fast. Realistically, we we've been waiting for the other shoe to drop when it comes to Stanford for a long time, each year that they managed to get another 10 win season, you know, anyone who had watched Stanford for the, for the previous 20 seasons was amazed by what was going on there. But, uh, they're coming back down to earth and uh, that's to be expected. So, I mean, I mean, you look, the run game has its issues last year. They were not a very good running team. Now I will say this though, offensive line, they got to tackle Walker little. That's going to be a first round draft pick from what I understand. I mean, th- th- in general, the offensive lineman drew Dowman at center, the other tackle foster Sorrell. He's really good. I mean, the middle of the line and the bookends are all set. The guards are in question, uh, uh, but that's in, uh, normally that's a good thing. If yeah, that that's yeah. I mean, in I mean for a power offense, you you want your pulling guards to be experienced and and diesel. But generally speaking, in football, having a uh, experienced center, the quarterback of the offense line, and the tackles, the bookends, yeah. you know, in place. Yeah. Uh, Colby Parkinson though leaves early. Their star tight end to the NFL. Um, I still think getting four of the top five targets back are, you know, great things to have. Now, now you wonder, do they have the running back that, that you know, they had Bryce love and uh, McCaffrey. And prior to that, I think Toby Gerhart. Yeah. They, they've had a, a stable for a while. Ste- Ste- Stephen Taylor was good there. Barry, didn't they have Barry Sanders son for a little while? Yeah, there he too? didn't do anything. They did. They are bringing in Emmett Smith's son as a recruit this year. They, they like to go and and that's kind of their, their uh, selling point is like, Hey, you may not be the NFL talent that your dad is, but you you're going to have a grew degree. up wealthy. Yeah. You know, you're pr- clearly going to be able to do your schoolwork and you're going to walk out of here making a million dollars either way, whether it be on your degree or on your back. So, so, so speaking of running back, I believe Austin Jones will be the guy. I mean, he only had 227 yards last year. Nathan Pete, Perhaps uh, EJ Smith, like I said, the Emmett Smith's son. Um, interesting. I, I let I, me surprise you a little bit with these uh, recruiting rankings okay, here for Stanford. Okay. All right, starting in 2016 and moving forward, for the last five years, number 16, number 14, number 40, number 20, and number 21. Nice. This is a team that usually chills right around that top, the late teens, early 20s spot. Uh, recruiting rankings, which suggests, you know, if you're trying to project that out, probably a nine and three or 10 and two record most years. Now, obviously going nine and four, nine and five, the last, and then four and eight 
suggests that they're not playing up to their talent level, which is in contrast to what we're saying about David Shaw's coaching ability. Well, who knows what the cause of that is? Um, injury bug bit him last year. That was his first losing season of his career. Maybe that was a blip on the radar. Yeah, maybe that was an aberration. Uh, I mean, I think he's a, I, he's very well capable of having a winning season. I don't. I mean, obviously this year because of COVID, but in general, um, I don't see them getting back to that level. With with Oregon and Cal playing the way in yeah. Washington. Especially and, with that going on. And to on. me, I think the role of a tire at Wazoo was good. And I, I think Jonathan Smith's got Oregon State heading the right direction. You're right. The Pac-12 North yeah. has become one of the hardest divisions in football. So uh, with that said, though, but, but looking at the defense, I mean, there is a lot of room for optimism if you're a Stanford fan. They got maybe the best cornerback in all of the nation. In, in Paul Sinodibo, right? This guy's projected as a first-round pick. Very elite. Uh, four picks last year, 33 tackles, and he was also injured as well. So like I said, a lot of room for optimism here. Uh, another good safety back there is Kendall Williamson. Linebackers looking decent with Gabe Reed and, uh, and Curtis Robinson, both seniors. Although the top three tacklers gone. Yeah. And the D line needs a little help. The best D lineman defensive end, Thomas Booker, but a little bit of a thing you want to circle. To to be watched. Yeah, we will. We shall see. Now we're going to go game by game, breaking down the Stanford Cardinal. Well, obviously, we know it's COVID. No out of conference games. They've all been canceled. They're going to add one conference game, I believe. And uh, talk Stanford Cardinal football. Old Bill Walsh. Mm-hmm. Old Dennis Green. There you know. Go. Old Ty Willingham. There you go, buddy. Oh, no, Stanford Cardinals of the same pedigree as the other hey, two. He did all right with them when they, when they had uh who was it? Todd Rusak and Teo Johnson and there Troy Walters. Old Jack Elway. Oh, now you're going back. John Elway. How about that? There Stanford Cowlick, the, the greatest ending to a game in, in, in football history. Probably. probably yeah. Uh, we're going to talk Stanford football though, and go game by game and, and pick the biggest game of the year and what we got them projected as on the college experience edition of Stanford right after a word from our sponsors. College experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Who was desperate enough to get in on some wagers on the Marbula one marble races? I know I was, we've been without sports so long that I certainly was, but this week we're in for a treat when three of the four major sports are back in action. That's MLB, NBA, and NHL. They've all resumed play and with no fans in the stands, you better believe we're taking advantage of some of these early game lines over at my bookie. Plus my bookie just brought back the deposit match bonus. You can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll of yours. And the best part is when you roll with my bookie, it's simple. You bet you win. They pay. There's a reason why I tell people to visit my bookie. That's because it's the only online sports book that asks the question for you and your friends actually want to put money on. Like is Giannis and the Bucks a lock to make the finals in the East? Who's going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi? Look, it's all great because you're debating your buds, but when you can actually throw cash on it as opposed to just arguing for 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 for, for the hell of it, you do this, and my bookie will have this bet for you. But truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped. The MLB and NHL are back in action Two lines, prop bets, futures. My bookie's got them all. Trust me. This is the only place you want to be putting money down on this season. 
over at MyBookie. Join today and MyBookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Just enter the promo code SGP when signing up. Remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. The hits literally keep coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and in anticipation. And UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. I mean, who's not going to take advantage of that, right? And it's really easy. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is an easy, easy play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to complete a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. Come on. It's a no-brainer. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. Don't you worry. Because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that have returned to action. Plus, plus, new this year, DraftKings just launched best ball contest for football. If you aren't familiar with best ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. And uh, yeah, download the app DraftKings now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to take advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action, then you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every single game and gives you the reason behind why you should place that bet. Look, I'm over on their website right now. I'm looking at this. Um, I got. I got, uh, I'm looking at the Clippers and the Nuggets. Nuggets are five point dogs, right? Nuggets are five point dogs. It's telling you we have the Denver Nuggets at plus three points, which is a minus two point difference from the current line. You should take the underdog according to BetQL. Gotta love this. And they give you a whole chart of why you should do this. This thing is fantastic. Make sure you go over to betql.co. Um, BetQL has sharp data for NBA, M- MLB, NHL. So if you want an inside edge or inside angle on who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sports books and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. So head over to the app store or Google play store to download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP 20 for 20% off your first subscription over at BetQL. Check them out. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. 
Plus, Ace Per Head is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Can't beat that. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that is aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're back on the college experience talking Stanford Cardinal football. Some used to say this was quarterback you, Patty C. I mean, they've cranked him out. Jim Plunkett, John Elway, dare I say, Babe Loffenberg. Obviously, Andrew Luck. Dare I say, Todd Husak, I think played for the Redskins, some Steve Stenstrom. Man, you're pulling them out. Left I'm probably right. forgetting a bunch that played in the <laughs> NFL, too. Um, this is quarterback you, in a way. Backup quarterback you, as it re- uh, hey, pertains to the NFL. Yeah. Better than you a lot of schools. You got to be damn good. Hey, yeah. and let's be honest. Uh, had luck, uh, not gotten just, injured. Just having luck, Elway and Plunkett in your stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty tough. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. Um, now you go, you look at these games. All right, Pac-12 announcing that Saturday, September nineteenth, will be their slated games for for their for, they're pushing it off because of COVID. So I don't know if they're going to move the Arizona game, which is scheduled for Saturday, September 12th. I imagine they'll just slate these things one week Drop off it in the bye week Maybe, maybe, which would be October 3rd, which would be really tough because the, oh yeah. So then if, if this is the case, they would start with USC at home, which let me, let me just say very disappointed. The tribe of William and Mary is not making the trip across the country to face the standard crew. Are that? you allowed to say tribe? Uh, that's a question. Was Stanford a, 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 uh, I feel like the Stanford was the Indians too. Am I, am I right? Or yeah, right? I think so too. And then William Mary was the Indians. I don't know. But the fighting Irish, can you say fighting? I don't know. You're allowed to say offensive. fighting anymore. Pretty offensive. Hey, how about the, I that, saw a video of the a Washington cougar. football team guys. Yeah. That's I saw a cool. cougar attack a, a human the other day on, on the internet. Offensive. Aff- I was offended. Okay. Um, Okay. Either way, an academic showdown between William and Mary and Stanford would have been fun. We don't get to have it, especially as a, a person whose parents met at William and Mary, whose brother went to William and Mary. I was looking for looking forward to a tribe upset there. Wouldn't Mike have London, former UVA coach. There, there it is. Uh, okay, so now we're start. Let's say it's USC week uh, week one in Stanford. Uh, would it be Stanford USC week Stanford. Uh, if we're, if we're saying, cause look, I'm moving Arizona to the bye week. Yeah, you're right. USC week one yeah. in Stanford. All right. Uh, gosh, that's a tough U- starter. It's not a uh, USC is going to smoke them. USC handled them last year. And I love the Todd Orlando edition. 45 I, to 20. I love the second year in Graham Harrell's offense in Los Angeles though. No, With I, I, I'm actually KJ kind of high Costello. on USC this year. Uh, more, more than traditionally, because I think takes a couple of years to know that offense. Well, the Helton's been a good coach, you know, USC is winning this game, whether you like it or not. USC has got a great defensive line. I think it'll be a close game, but I got to give it to USC. All right. Then week two, they're at UCLA chip Kelly beat him in, in, in Palo Alto last year. He's going to beat him there again this year. <sighs> uh, this one in Pasadena. Yeah. Chip Kelly. I mean, uh, quarterback situation there has improved. Dorian Thompson Robinson's Robinson, back. Yeah. yeah, it's it's in Pasadena. Give me the fucking Cardinal. I'm taking the Bruins. 
Oh, and two start for Stanford for me. Then they, they travel the back to back away games. Now. Yeah. That could be an interesting development. They hit the desert to take on the wildcats of Arizona. Someone needs this one. That's a huge game for both. Yeah. Both programs. I'm going to give this one to Stanford. I think they're better than Arizona is right now. I mean, if it's the uh, second end of a back, that's tricky. That's tricky. That makes it very much to be like a night game. Yeah. Right. Look, I'm just going to treat it like it's a regular game in a vacuum. Give me even on the road, Stanford to beat Arizona. Yankees hit a home run right now. Just right out the gate. Son of a gun. Um, I got Stanford winning that. You have Stanford as well. You got Fauci throwing out the opening pitch. Oh, you got Stanford winning that or not? Uh, yeah, I do. So you have them at two and two and one. That's crazy. You uh, got them at one and two, one and two. And then they're going to come back to Palo Alto to host either Utah or Arizona state. Most likely. Yeah. So it's, it's gotta be one of the two. Do you think they'll, uh, they'll cancel the Notre Dame game and put it's already else? canceled. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, Oh yeah, you're right. They're going to fill that out. That's going to be a loss either way. Utah, Arizona state, even in Palo Alto, that's a loss. I agree. That's a loss. I got them at one and three. Now they got homecoming. Uh, this is a very interesting game to me because Wazoo, Mike Leach, even when they, when, when they were at their biggest, you know, when they were, when they were winning when 10, Stanford 11 games was at their peak. Yeah. yeah. Leach was fucking with them. Well, Leach has that tendency. He was fucking with them really hard. Yeah. Uh, I don't think out of all the new coaches, I think, I think Rolovich kind of has a little bit of a head start being that he has the personnel from air raid. Now they're going to run and shoot. Yeah. But I don't believe that's going to be that big of a jump. Sure. It's not like they're going from the run and shoot to the triple option. Yeah. So I think Rolovich now I'm going to give this a Stanford that's at home, but I expect this to be a game. I, I agree with you. I, there's no guarantee that Stanford wins this game. 27, I, 24 Stanford in overtime. Maybe I think I agree with you. Stanford on the whole still winning, uh, having a little bit of a rebound year, but the, the trajectory on the whole is still kind of back toward mediocrity at the Oregon ducks. They're going to take an L here. We're going to see what Tyler's show is made of or Anthony Brown or Anthony Brown, but I'm Oregon, taking Oregon. I think they're too physical for, for especially in, well, here's another thing though. There's no fans. What the fuck? I mean, Autzen's not Autzen. That's true. Um, uh, we'll figure that out. Score that game last year of 21 to six. You know, I think that's a game that the 15 points is striking distance. That's not a complete blowout. No, I think if, without fans, you're taking away Oregon's like gigantic home field advantage. Sure. You still got to give that to Oregon if you're. Yeah, if you're Oregon's guessing. more talented right now, so give it to Oregon. Now here's one I'm going to call for an upset special on a Friday night. Jonathan Smith, my boy, lost by three last year, building the program. I think in week two. Wah, 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 He's going to go to Palo Alto where they've never had fans, and <laughs> they're going to win. They're going to win on on national TV. No, they're going to beat Stanford. No, they're not. And let me tell you why. Oregon State is the same thing as Iowa State. Uh, they're potent at home. They're lame ducks. They're lame beavers on the road. Oh, when there's no fans, there's no fans, buddy. Well, exactly what you said. Stanford isn't exactly Stanford's not beating you because of their home field advantage. They're beating you because of their brand of football. Jonathan Smith's a better head coach than David Shaw. He's going to be, we shall see. If Shaw was at Oregon state, he would have already been fired. (laughs) 
If Shaw took Oregon State to five straight, no, no, no. I'm saying if he would have taken take, taken over them after Harbaugh, uh, if he would have got the Oregon State job, he would have been fired by now. Maybe. I think. I think you're taking a big dump on David Shaw as usual. Well, I'm a Jonathan Smith guy. I think he's done doing a great job. Well, let me tell you what, yeah. buddy. I don't care if you inherited fucking Alabama from Nick Saban, right? If you finish five of your first six seasons in the top twenty, you're doing a good job as a coach. You're a good football coach, of course. I, and I have said he's done a good job. All right, a but very I, good I, but job. But I'm going to go ahead and say that if you're Jonathan Smith and you're why I think records can be deceiving yeah. is because he walked into a complete disaster where they didn't even have enough defensive backs. True. Right. And he went to, I think two and 10 that Couldn't year. Field a then he went back five though. and seven, barely lost a bowl game or barely lost an opportunity to go to a bowl game last year. Yeah. I think they're going to a bowl game this year. I don't know well, with COVID. I don't know what the fucking and credentials are, Stanford but I mean, Stanford is uh, on the decline on the decline and on the losing end of their, uh, their climb. Look, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say Stanford gets the win here. So well, Oregon State beats them. Then the next week they're in Seattle at Washington. Once once again, if there's no fans, I'm going to take Washington based off talent. But if there's no fans, I think Stanford's a player. Washington's better than Stanford at this point. But the no fan element could be huge. A little bit. Yeah. Twelfth man over there. What a great year to play at Oregon and at Washington. True. <laughs> it's a nice little draw. Uh, I got Washington beating them. Then they're home to Colorado, and I believe they lost. Three in a row to Colorado, including uh, last season. Yeah, I mean, any argument I have kind of pales in comparison to that particular statistic. That said, give me the Cardinal at home against the Buffs. I'll go. I'll back you on this one. All right. All right. All right. Twenty-one sixteen. Uh, uh, Stanford showdown. gets the win. A dog fight. Then they're at Cal, and you know I got. Cal, I think Cal's a much better team. They're a much more physical team. I think I'm with you at this point. And I got them going. What that would make them what one? I got them beating Arizona, Wazoo, Colorado. I got them going three and seven. I got them going five and five. I think you're majorly disrespectful. Well, five and David five Shaw. is that a great? Is that a, is that a great coaching job based on their recruiting? Uh, no, that would be a terrible considering they're hovering around the top 20 spot for most seasons. Just trying to make a point. What is the biggest game of the season? Well, let me tell you what you're, you're sprinkling a lot of fairy dust on me right now. Okay. This is a guy that finished with 10 wins in five of his first six years as a head coach of Stanford. Okay. If track record means anything and nine, the two after that, right? Sure. He has not won anything less than two thirds of his game for seven out of the first eight years of his career. He's done a great job. He's done essentially what Frank Solich was doing at Nebraska. Doesn't deserve to be fired. Sure. I would not ever say that David Shaw deserves to be fired. Yeah. But if you can, if if I would be lying to you, if I, if I said I didn't see a tide turning, look, I agree with you, but I think that he's going to have a rebound year and they're going to be respected. I think he, I think he's a, the type of coach that can keep Stanford going to bowl games Three out of four years. I will say this. He's very lucky that yes, they would have beat William and Mary, but they would have lost at Notre Dame and they would have lost to BYU. I think BYU is going to be really good this year. They would have lost at Notre Dame. Most likely, although that's been a tough series, but Notre Dame's gotten better than lately getting BYU at home would have been a dog fight. And I think BYU is better this year. It would have been interesting. Either way, this kind of uh, throws a, a monkey wrench in their bowl plan. So they're going to have to play their ass off just to get bowl eligible. Um, 
Well, let me ask you this there. What's the most important game of the season? I'm going to say that Arizona game in the desert, because if that's a part of a back-to-back away game series, mm. you, you open up 0-3, could have a snowball effect here. Yeah, that's a huge one. Uh, you open up 0-3, I wouldn't be surprised if Davis Mills decides, hey, I have four games to transfer out for my senior year. <laughs> COVID's hitting. No fans are here. Grad transfer Davis Mills. Uh, that's certainly one of the most important ones. I'm going to say the wazoo game, the homecoming game. Um, you gotta get positive momentum going into the second half of the schedule. And this is a winnable game. And you have the years and years of coaching experience at your, to your advantage. So you got to take full advantage of your David Shaw and get this W. All right, this is our Stanford Cardinal preview edition. We are breaking down all 130 college football teams, Division One college football teams, that is. And uh, yeah, if you could, you know, share this thing. If you're a Stanford fan, throw this thing up into a forum. I don't mean to talk bad about Shaw. I'm just saying I think the tide's turning. I think he's done a good job. All right? Throw don't that thing up him. in a Stanford. Don't listen to him. Throw that thing up in a Stanford forum. Just throw that thing up in a Stanford Reddit. I don't. I don't know. Whatever your platform is, you got a buddy that you used to go to Stanford with. Send him a text. Send him this beautiful, beautiful podcast. Um, we'd appreciate it if you go to iTunes, leave us a nice review because that's how we maintain. Sponsors look at the iTunes comments. They say, "Hey, you know, the fans love them." Boom, and that's how it happens. Uh, you can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831 if you want to tweet him saying, Hey, Stanford's going to be back. I'm with you, Patty C. Boom. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheColbyD. We still are affiliated with the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Check them out on Twitter at the SGP Network. Patty C, any last words about John Lynch's alma mater, Ed McCaffrey's alma mater? I mean, just rich in history, Richard Sherman. Look, they crank out legends. Glenn it's, Milburn. Remember how nasty he was in college? He was nasty. That's true. That's true. Uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey, just players. Oh, you could, you could just name a ton. James Lofton. They got Barry Sanders kid riding on the pine. That's what's going on at Stanford. I'll tell you what, this is a, a team with more talent than you would ever expect. I expect them to return to at least bowl status this season, a step in the right direction. Stanford Cardinal fan, ha- keep the faith. All right, this is the college experience, Stanford Cardinal edition. You better start thinking about yours, and we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.